You know, the first Christmas really was busy, and it was quite noisy. Christmases today as well, and ringing in the new year, are busy, and they have noise associated with them. But not everyone's hearing the same thing. We read in Luke 2 that Mary and Joseph arrive in Bethlehem with Mary advanced in her pregnancy. This was a trip of necessity, not a pleasure trip. It was forced on them by rulers. They were to be counted and taxed. Roman rule was not a pleasure cruise for the people of God. We read that while they were in Bethlehem that Mary gave birth. And the story gets really interesting from there. For this baby is born wrapped in strips of cloth and was laid in a manger, a feeding trough, if you will. For there was no room for them in the inn. Humble beginnings not the trappings of a king. And it's often portrayed that this innkeeper, in turning Mary and Joseph away, was actually doing something shameful. But frankly, it would have been normal for there to be no room in the inns at the time of a census. And the couple was likely not talked about much after their departure. Because there are more important noises to attend to. Today, like then, we have our own noise that we attend to. Frankly, the noise of our status quo, our traditions, our rhythms, the regrets, the resolutions we make. We give attention to what we want with little regard for what we don't. The the arrival of Jesus, the arrival of Emmanuel, God with us, should startle us from our status quo slumbers. It is actually a loud cry to a sleeping, distracted world. It's actually the thing that you may have given little attention to in the past week because you were focused on other things surrounding the holidays. You give attention to secondary matters. And as you begin the new year, the things that are pressing against you give you attention to the things that you must pay attention to. But be reminded of this. This arrival cannot be uh, ignored. There's accountability for all of us. God came to us. He came to a distracted, busy, needy, noise-filled world. He is rescue for those who are not really looking for help. To the busy and burdened, he is rescue for the sinner He is rescue to the ones that are actually, maybe like some of us, comfortable in our world. The first Christmas was crowded. It was noisy, and yes, it was full of burden. Jesus comes to us in the middle of all that is crowded and comfortable in our world today, to all that is noisy and full of burden in our lives. There are other noises also. It was just before Christmas... As a 16-year-old, I lost my mother. And during Christmas time, for some of you, there is a noise of a whole different kind for the grieving and for the lonely. And the silence is actually kind of deafening from the loss. For many people, the season does not bring them the noise of laughter and being together, but a silence that's hard to bear. 
As in the day of Jesus' birth, there were lonely and hurting people on Christmas Day. There were lonely and hurting people on New Year's Day who at this moment are battling illness. They are facing lost love. They know the pain of separation from family and friends. And some of you know that lingering grief from the loss of loved ones to death. Some of you know the pain of broken dreams. Some of you know the loss of hope due to sin. Sin in your life, sin committed against you. But here's the reality. We try not to talk about it too much. We don't like to think about it too much, especially as we are pursuing good feelings associated with Christmas or brave resolve for the new year. But church, the message that we celebrate, the knowledge that we know today that the gift of a Savior has come. He has come to vanquish eternal loss. He's come to put away eternal separation. And he comes to those who feel lonely, those who are feeling dread as they face the new year. And he comes to you gently. He promises rest for your soul. And as you begin 2023, I must ask you, where are you looking for answers? Jesus has answers for the lonely and the grieving. The birth of Jesus is only part of what Christmas is all about. Jesus lived and died as our Savior and is raised to be the faithful king with room at his table for the lonely and for those that feel forgotten. There's also the noise of the urgent. That noise of the urgent screams for our attention. And make no mistake, there is a grand difference between the urgent and what's actually important. Two different things. Christmas and New Year's is one of those times that for many people there's great stress and difficulty distinguishing between the urgent and the important. Moms, dads, grandparents, friends of children, all of us, give your kids what lasts every day of the year. Give attention to the truth of who Jesus is and what it means for your life and what it means for theirs. We have lots of things that compete for our attention. God uses all kinds of things to get our attention. He uses pain to awaken you, but he will not compete to keep your attention. True life in Christ, well lived, is received humbly and it's pursued intentionally. It was not unwrapped on Christmas morning. It has no glittering bow. God is not going to make you prioritize the important. Not today or any day for that matter in this new year. You know God's not going to make you pray. God's not going to make you read your Bible. He's not going to make you connect with a body of believers corporately or up close in Christian community in a small group. He tells you the truth about what you need and it's important and he waits for you to make a decision about what you're going to do. He waits for the noise of the urgent and the temporary to exhaust you. And he whispers to your soul, you need the important. At Christmas, yes, we should glance at the major, but you and I need to come to the cross where we see the real gift is given, where red blood flows to pay for our sin. Jesus has joy to replace, 
your pursuit of pleasure that seemingly just never, ever gets satisfied. Pleasure is momentary. The joy of knowing Jesus, that's eternal. And if you've never trusted him, today can be that day. Today in this, in this room, even now, today can be that day. You don't have to know everything about what needs to change in your life. In fact, God says, come to me as you are. Just come. Trust Jesus. He is ready to give you the free gift of eternal life. I want to ask you to bow your head. Some of you know people that you need to pray for. People who know loneliness and separation today. Some of you feel so burdened this morning. Burdened from a variety of things, not just one thing. The Jesus that we see born in Bethlehem. He arrives to that distracted world. He arrives at the door of your distracted soul. And he calls you to him. Father, it is our prayer today that you be glorified in not only how we sing and what we think about, but, oh, Lord, be glorified in drawing those that do not know Christ to you. Those who simply today want to trust Jesus, who understand that the birth of Jesus is the birth of a Savior, a Savior that they need in the midst of all their noise. Oh, God, speak to their heart. Draw us to you. Give glory to your name. Make your name famous among us. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen.